You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. God told Moses, make sure you build according to the pattern that I'm showing you from heaven. So as Noah's belief in God was in direct contrast to the sin and unbelief of the rest of the world who refused to obey. And because of his faith, he became one of those whom God has accepted. One place says his act of faith drew a sharp line between the evil of the unbelieving world and the righteousness of the believing world. As a result, Noah became intimate with God. That is, your obedience to God will draw a line of contrast to those who know God and are doing what he wants and it will make it apparent those who do not know God. It is not those saying, Lord, Lord. I'm not, and I'm not just talking about unbelievers. Even Christians. People just saying, Lord, Lord, but are not receiving instruction from his lips will be put in the same category. The label Christian is not what's going to save you. Amen. Bible says the Lord knows those who, who are his. Let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from what? Iniquity or what? Knowlessness. Otherwise the storm will come and you will be swept away. We cannot afford in this day to be distracted. I am telling you. You cannot afford to allow people to get you offended. Don't be, I keep saying it. Don't be distracted by people. God told Jeremiah, make sure your face is like a flint. Don't be moved by how they, what they do. How they, what they, what they squeeze their face. Don't be moved. If they say the wrong, don't be moved. Only be moved by what I have told you to do. Amen. Let your service be a function of my instruction to you. Anyone that now touches you has touched me. Amen. Says, touch not my anointed. Do my prophet. The one that is following my instruction. Woe unto any man that comes against the one that God has instructed and is following God's instruction. That's what happened to that king that went to go and take Abraham's wife. God said, if you touch that woman, you will die tonight. That's the fear of the Lord. That is what God will do for the man that is following his instructions. Matthew chapter 24 from verse 37 says this about the days. That is to show you this is a pattern. says, as it was in the days of Noah, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were doing what? Eating and drinking. Marrying and giving in what? Marriage. That is, it was business as usual. People were eating and drinking, marrying and being given in what? Marriage. Until the day that Noah entered the ark. And did not know, these people did not know until the flood came and took them all away. They were distracted by the cares of this world. They were distracted by the deceitfulness of riches. They were eating and drinking. God, what am I going to eat? God, what am I going to wear? God, who am I going to marry? Amen. says, they were doing all those things until the day Noah entered the ark and the flood came and did what? Wiped them all away. It is only those that are building upon the instruction of God that will be upon solid ground, the rock. And when the storm comes, when the flood comes, they will be the ones to remain. Let's look at this passage. Because a lot of times people think it is rapture. I'll show you it is not. It says, Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken away 
and the other left. When I first learned the scripture, I thought, ah, I want to be the one that is taken away to be with the Lord. No. The people that were taken away were the ones that the flood carried away. Amen. It is the people that were following instruction that the, the storms did not blow away. It says two women, two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Everybody will be, they are doing the same activity. But one person is following instruction and building upon and obeying that instruction. The ones that are obeying the voice of the Lord are the ones that will remain. The ones that are not, the wind will take away. Do we understand what I'm saying? It says the other will be left. It says, therefore, if you don't want to be the ones that are washed away. It says, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. Amen. That is, that wind, that storm, it is the Lord that is coming. Amen. You do not know the hour the Lord is, that is the, that, he is the one that is in the storm. He is the one that is in the wind. He is the one that is in the flood. But only those who are listening to him will dwell in, Bible says, secure habitations, in quiet resting places. It says, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be what? Ready. Be vigilant. Be alert. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not what? Expect. If you are not going to be caught off guard, you must be one of those that are watching. Watching to hear what the Lord is saying to you. And obeying his instruction. We don't know when that hour is coming. But it says, therefore watch. Be on guard. Be vigilant. That's what it says in Habakkuk. In Habakkuk it says, here's what the prophet said. I stand, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. That's on top of the wall. And watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. That is, you are watching to hear what the Lord is going to say to you. God has set watchmen upon the walls to hear what he is saying, to receive his instruction. Jesus said, watch and what? Pray so that you don't fall into temptation. Watch and pray so you can receive instruction from the Lord. Since the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. So you need to watch and pray so that you do not yield to the weakness of the flesh, but you are yielding to the promptings of the spirit. Listen to what Habakkuk said. said, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. God is right. The tablet is the tablets of the human heart. As the Lord is speaking, he's depositing it in your heart. It says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Watch. Be on alert. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Now says, behold the proud. The proud man is the one that says, look, this is wasting my time. 
The proud man is the one that is not listening to the voice of the Lord. The Bible says, God gives grace to the humble, to the one that is trembling at, my, at his word. He resists who? The proud. He resists, God himself resists the proud man. The one that is not paying attention, that is choosing his own way, that is pride. That's not submission unto God. The proud man is choosing his own way, choosing his own path. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man. The Bible says, the end thereof is destruction. It says, behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him. It says, but the just shall live by his faith. How does the just live by his faith? It says, I will stand upon my watch to hear what the Lord is saying to me. That's how you live by your faith. Amen. That's how you live by faith. To hear what the Lord is saying, to receive a revelation of the invisible things and to, by godly fear, you move and build what the Lord is instructing you to do. Let's see how the author of Hebrews used this same scripture in Habakkuk. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36 to 39. The Bible says, For you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. What is that promise? He says, for yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not, what? Tarry. He's quoting Habakkuk. He says, this vision is he that is coming. Amen. That's what he says in Matthew. The coming of the Lord is like in the days of Noah. Amen. He says, he who is coming will come and will not tarry. He says, now the just shall live by faith. He's quoting Habakkuk. says that vision, he says it is he that is coming, the Lord. says now the just shall live by faith. How? By receiving a revelation of things not yet seen. Receiving a revelation of what the Lord is saying. says, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition or to destruction but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. It says it is when you receive his word that your soul can be saved. Amen. Receive the implanted word that is able to save your soul. You need to receive instruction from the lips of God. Otherwise, any service you are performing, no matter how glorious it looks on the outside, is an abomination unto the Lord. You will be practicing lawlessness. You're like, hey, Am I sure I'm doing the right thing? Hey, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Make sure you are receiving instructions from the Lord. So this is what it means to walk by faith. This is why it says in Hebrews 11 verse 1 that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. God wants to give you the evidence of things not seen. God gave Noah the evidence of things not seen and gave him instructions to build. God gave Abraham the evidence of things not yet seen. When he said, uh, you are a nation, make you a father of many nations. God wants to give you, but you need to seek for it. Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. There is a hope that God wants to give you. The evidence of things not yet seen. That's what faith is. It is. Faith is not blind. God wants to give you the evidence. 
Romans 10 says, faith cometh by what? Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. That's why it says, I will stand upon my watch to hear, to see what the Lord is saying to me. Amen. So that what he was receiving from the Lord was what the evidence of things not yet seen. And says so that's how you're going to live by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope that is seen, the Bible says, is not hope. Why do you hope for what you can see? That hope is something that you cannot see. And faith, hearing what the Lord is saying, gives you the substance of the evidence or the evidence of things not yet seen. God wants to give you the substance of the invisible things. Problem is, we are too focused on the visible ones. We are pursuing visible things. When we should be pursuing the things that God wants to reveal unto us that are still invisible. The days fashioned for us when as yet there were none of them. He says, by it the elders, by this faith, by the evidence of things not seen, the elders like Noah, the elders like Abraham, the elders like Moses, obtained a good testimony by which, by faith, we understand the worlds were framed by what? The word of God. So that the things which are seen were made of things which are not visible. The things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Says without faith it is impossible to please God. And the person that comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. We need to watch and pray and diligently seek the Lord to obtain the evidence of things not seen so that we too can obtain a good testimony of righteousness from God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Lest the storm is going to come. The wind is going to blow. The flood, and it is the Lord in all of those things. And he's going to clear those that are not receiving his instruction. That's why John the Baptist will pray, repent from your ways, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Says, who has warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? Says, it is a time for us if we are of the path to repent and return unto the Lord and seek instruction, please, from the mouth of God. Let's look at Isaiah talking about John the Baptist. Isaiah 40, verse 3 says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Each of us has to prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. In the scriptures, we know that highway is the highway of holiness. That is, you have separated yourself unto God. Says, every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill brought low. I'll soon show you in Peter what that, what that means. How that scripture is interpreted in the New Testament. Says, the crooked places shall be made what? Straight. Every crooked way in you, you better start making straight. Amen. Says, the crooked places, if you're going to prepare the way of the Lord, if you're going to be found standing, when he comes, says, make sure every crooked place within you has been made straight. Every rough place has been made what? Smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it what? Together. The foolish man and the wise man, they both saw the glory of the Lord together. One remained, the other was wiped away.
Do we understand? It says, you shall all see it is the one that is following the instruction of God that not my will, but yours be done. It's the person that has that consciousness, that is trembling at the word of God, that he that believeth does not make haste. He's not making haste. He's waiting to hear from heaven. Jesus said, I do nothing until I see what the Father does. I say nothing until what the Lord has told me to say. Jesus was a man of prayer. If Jesus, the Son of God, was a man of prayer, hello, what do you think is expected of us? You need to watch and pray. Be alert because you do not know the hour of his visitation. You do not know when the storm or the flood is coming. It says, the voice said, cry out. And he said, what shall I cry? This is the cry. All flesh is grass and all its loveliness, all its glory, all its splendor is like the flower of the field. The grass what? Withers. And the flower fades. Why? What I ask God, why does the grass wither and the flower fade? Why does the grass, the glory of man, why does it fade away? And he showed me in Isaiah, he says, because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Saying the same thing. The breath, one translation says, the spirit of the Lord. One can even say, the wind of the Lord blows upon it. That is why the fl- all grass will fade away. And the flower or the glory of man will fade away. It says, because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. It's talking about the storm. It says, surely the people are grass. If you are confused as to who the grass is. The grass withers. The flower fades away. Why? Because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. It says, but the word of our God stands forever. And it is only those who are rooted in that word, established in that word, obeying the word of the Lord that will stand forever with that word. That is, when the Lord blows, they ain't moving nowhere. Amen. That house will remain. That ark will be carried up by the flood, whereas others were wiped away. James chapter 1, verse 9 to 11, showing you the pursuits of man, comparing the man that had nothing with the man that had plenty of wealth. says, let the lowly brother glory in his what? Exaltation. says, the valley shall be what? Exalted. And it says, but the rich man in his humiliation, he says, the mountains shall be done what? Brought low. Says, because as a flower of the field, he will pass away. For no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat, than it withers the grass, the, its flower falls, and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade in his own pursuits. That is, if you are living life in your own pursuits and not that of the Lord, like the rich man, you will fade away. Your splendor will vanish. It is only those who are established and receiving instruction from the Lord and walking in obedience that will remain. One will be taken away, another will remain. You don't want to be the one taken away. You don't want to be the foolish man. I'll end up with two scriptures. Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 22 to 24. This was God speaking through Jeremiah. He said, For I did not speak to your fathers or command them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, 
concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. That was my focus to them. Last week, I shared from Psalm 40. It says, God said, I'm not looking for burnt offerings. I'm not looking for sacrifices. Um, my ear, he has opened to hear what I am saying. I also shared from 1 Samuel chapter 15, where it says, Has the Lord a great, as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? It says, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. And to heed than or to hearken or to pay attention than the fat of rams. It says, for rebellion or disobedience is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. When we are stubborn, we are practicing what? Because you have chosen your own way. When we rebel, it says it is witchcraft before the Lord. It is an abomination before the Lord. It says, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, this was, was Samuel was talking to Saul. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, what the Lord is saying, he has also rejected you. He has rejected. Jesus said, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. I know you not. He has rejected you from being king. You will lose your inheritance of the kingdom. Bible says they that practice lawlessness cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Says you will be you will become a partaker of God's wrath. Saul lost the king. Said God had rejected him because he rejected God's word. This is Saul that God anointed. So don't think it's because ah man no. Says God rejected him because he rejected the word of God. He rejected the voice of God. Says did I when I brought you out of the land of Egypt to serve me? Did I talk to you about burnt offerings or sacrifices? But this is what I commanded them. Saying, obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people. Walk in all the ways that I have commanded you that it may be well with you. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear but followed the counsels and the dictates of their evil hearts. The Bible talks in Hebrews of an evil heart of what? Unbelief. That evil heart is unbelief. It says an evil heart of unbelief. It says they, they rejected. They went backward and not forward. Why? Because they didn't happen to the voice of God. If you want to go forward, you need to hear the voice of God. If you want to go backward, you don't happen to his voice. People are wondering, ah, I'm trying to, why does it seem like I'm going backward instead of forward? You're not hearing what the Lord is saying to you. I will end with the scripture I ended with last week. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25 to 29. The Bible says, we have come unto Mount Zion. And here it says, see that you do not refuse him who does what? Speaks from heaven. Don't refuse him who speaks from heaven. It says, for if they did not escape, listen to this. This is a summary of what I've been saying. If they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth. Anyone that rejected the word of God did not escape. People, only Noah was in the ark with his children. says, if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth. Amen. It is his voice 
that thunders. It is his voice that produces the rain. It is his voice that produces the flood. It is his voice that produces the storm. It says, whose voice shook the earth? But now he has promised saying, this is God's promise. Yet once more, I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. One translation says, I shake not only the systems of the world, whether they be financial, political, military, or religious. I shake not only the earth, but also heaven, all the invisible forces of darkness in the heavenly realm, in high places. Says, now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made, so that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Amen. Saul lost the kingdom because he did not hearken to the voice of God. Says, we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably. That is, when we receive his word, we are receiving his kingdom. We are inheriting his kingdom by hearing the voice of the Lord says, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with what? Reverence and godly fear. Or fear and trembling. Why? It says, for our God is a consuming fire. Amen. That's a summary of what I've been saying. It says, God has said, look, I'm promising you a storm. I'm going to shake again the heavens and the earth. Those who heard me on earth did not escape if they disobeyed me. If you disobey me that I'm speaking from heaven, you yourself will not escape. Therefore, with fear and trembling, receive my word. Says you are receiving a kingdom. Says the seed of the kingdom is my word. Says when you receive it, then you can, you can receive grace to serve me with reverence and godly fear. For I, the most high God, and a consuming fire. He will consume anything that is contrary to his will. He will consume anything that has rejected his word. Only those who have received his word, when a consuming fire comes, you will be like gold. You will shine even brighter. You will become even more precious. Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you thanks for the ministration of your word. I ask that this word take root in the lives of your people, producing the fruit that you desire in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.